As always, every episode of the Silver Standard Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Um, In this episode, we are touching on the Donovan Mitchell trade to the Cleveland Cavaliers and how that changes up the Eastern Conference and if that makes the Cleveland Cavaliers a legit contender and threat coming out of the East now. We also touch a little bit on some Nets news and signings from last week. We have a new segment on the show called What If where we talk a little bit about some what-if scenarios and things that happen in NBA history and how different the NBA would be um, if those things went down. Um, So this is a good episode. Welcome to episode six. And I'm excited about this one. We were very tired when recording this. It was pretty late. So the energy levels in this one is a little bit lower than usual. But as always, good hoop talks. And uh, we're looking forward to next week and getting back to good vibes. So... Thank you guys for listening to this episode, and I'm out. Episode 6. Excited. Low-key a little tired. It is pretty late. It is 12.40 a.m. The day that we're actually releasing the podcast. So Perfect timing. We're pretty tired, but a lot happened in the NBA world this past week. So we got a lot to talk about. I'm not going to make any promises to make this less than 30 minutes because I know for damn sure it's not going to be. So we're just going to assume it's going <laughs> to be like an hour. Um, so I guess first we could just talk about the big splash last week, which was the Donovan Mitchell trade to the Cavaliers. Um, if you guys are out of the dark and don't know, um, Donovan Mitchell last week was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, where everyone expected him to go to the Knicks and get traded to the Knicks, but he ended up landing in Cleveland. And uh, right. Cleveland sent away Colin Sexton, who actually signed a four-year signing trade to be with Utah, which we'll talk about later in this episode. They got Lori Markinen, Oche Abaji who actually was just drafted this year. He was the last pick in the lottery, the 14th pick. So, I mean, he, he well, he's a question mark. We don't really know what we'll get out of him. But, I mean, being a lottery pick says a lot. So that might honestly be a steal um, for them. They might be a young guy that can develop for them under their um, front office and their training staff and everything like that. They also got three unprotected first round picks in 2025, 2027, and 2029, which could be really, really good depending on how the Cavs are, how if the Cavs play well or not. Those picks can be really good because they're unprotected. Um, They also got two pick swaps in 2026 and 2028. So, I mean, the Cavs only got Donovan Mitchell, but I think that's all he really needed to get in this trade. Donovan Mitchell was enough. And, um, I think the Cavs probably get an A-plus with that trade just because they didn't really give up much. They gave up an injury. A a guy like Colin Sexton was coming off an injury. Laurie Markkinen, who hasn't turned into the player that he should have been drafted, I believe, fourth by the Timberwolves a couple years back. Um, And then Oche Abachi is a lottery pick this year. And then you got the three picks. The three picks are probably the most valuable ones in this entire situation because they're unprotected and Colin Sexton. But honestly, I believe that the Knicks offer that they offered in June to Utah was a lot better than mm. what the what the Cavs offered. Um, 
which I'm actually surprised that the Jazz did not take that offer because it was R.J. Barrett, I believe Obi Toppin, like three picks, and like some other guy. I think they and, said I bet some they wanted one more pick. I would have just did it, but I mean, I don't know. I would have probably tried to keep R.J. out of trade conversations. But like, if I was Utah, I probably would have just still did it. Like, if they just did this, I would have still just I would have did that trade. You would have got a young guy and like R.J. Barrett, who's like yeah, RJ Barrett. a stud. Um, but Pretty shout sure. out to him because he just signed that uh, huge contract to stay in New York. So shout out to him. New York got the young guy. Um, but I think the Cavs get maybe like an A plus in, in this, you know, in, with this trade. I mean, they get a three time All Star. Uh, he put up twenty six points per game these last two years. Uh, was shooting splits of forty four, thirty seven, and eighty five. And he played thirty nine playoff games, averaged twenty eight. So. Um, he also went crazy in that bubble year where he put up multiple 50 point performances. Um, so, I mean, he's a walking bucket, so he can, he can really score all three levels. And I think that's just, that's a guy that they need, especially in the backcourt with Darius Garland. Cause I feel like last year Darius was like the only offensive guy that Cleveland had. Like when it comes, when it came down to like the end of games, like who else, who did Cleveland right. really have to like close out games for them? So there was games right, last true. year. It was games last year where Cleveland probably lost because they didn't have a good enough closer or somebody that they can really trust to give the ball to. So just having that extra security blanket with Donovan Mitchell and having that extra guy that can help them, you know, possibly win more games being the closer is really, really, is really big. And that defense is going to be atrocious. It's going to be terrible. But like, because Darius mm-hmm. Garland, I mean, Donovan Mitchell's a solid defender. Yeah, that's what I say. He's a solid defender, but I mean, your wing defender is, you know, a pretty Probably good. Okuru is pretty good. Okuru is okay. He's okay defender. Like he's not the best. He's a good defender, but he's not like he's not going to be able to really pick up the slack that Darius Garland. I feel like Donovan Mitchell are going to because I don't know. I just feel like they're that that's a small backcourt because they're both six one. Mm. They're a small backcourt. They're going to play in against other elite offensive guards and bigger guards. You know the. Kate Cunningham's of the world, the Ben Simmons of the world, like six, eight, six, the Lucas, the the Lamelo Balls, like those guys are all six, seven, and up. So they're going to be playing against some really tall guards. Um, and in the East, I mean, Drew Holiday is only like six, three, six, four. He's way stronger than both of those guys, probably. And like he's a big body too. So um, I don't know. I mean, defensively, I mean, they probably won't be as great, but offensively. They'll probably be a better offensive team this year. And then you got two good guards, a solid wing, two good centers. And then you got, you know, Karis LeVert, Kevin Love, uh, Seti Osman coming off the bench. Do they still have Rubio? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Rubio. They and do. then you, you got Rubio coming off injury, coming back from injury as well. They, he they had got Mobley year. and Jared Island, too. They, they defense. I don't know. Yeah, I said I said those two. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I said those two. They got two studs at the at the big position. Like they're gonna be good. Like I guess that those having those two will make up for the, yeah. the lack of defense at the point guard and true guard position because you know you just go down there in the paint and you got Jared Allen and Evan Mobley protecting the rim. So I mean that will definitely be a, a big big help. Um, you know because Mobley could literally develop into like. A transcendent, a transcendent talent. I mean, he's switch, he's switchable. Right. Like he could be a defensive player of the year candidate in a couple of years, even possibly next year. Who knows? But so I guess that does that helps that helps big time. Um, it helps really big um, for 
for the Jazz, I don't know. Probably like a B, B plus. B. Yeah, probably like a B or B plus. I mean, I think obviously the Jazz main focus here is the rebuild, and right. between the Rudy Gobert and the Mitchell trade, they got I believe ten first round picks or ten picks. So that's a lot, and I think that's going to definitely help them. They're not going to probably be good, so their pick this year is going to probably be pretty nice if they're looking to rebuild and tank to try and get Victor um, this year and and having a, a younger core. Um, hmm. But Colin Sexton, I mean, he's a young guy. I mean, he's coming off of injuries, but he's still good. He averaged 24 in his last season that he played. Like, the most games he played, he averaged 24 that year. Um, and, I mean, Sexton's good. I mean, he signed a four-year, I believe, $72 million guarantee contract and a sign-and-trade deal that would allow him to get traded to Utah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the Jazz do this year. I mean, they have a pretty solid team. They still have a mixture of vets. Obviously, they lost their two stars, but they're not, like, terrible. Um, they're not going to probably win 35, 40 games, but they might win 20 to 25 games. They still got Mike Conley. They still got Bo- Bojan Bogdanovich. They got Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley, Jordan Clarkson. Like, they still have a pretty solid team. So, um, But I think their main focus is probably to, to tank. So, um What's like uh what's like your opinion? Like how how do you feel about the two trades and um were you like shocked or anything? Yeah, I was I was definitely shocked. I thought Donovan Mitchell, like you said earlier, was going to the Knicks. I thought he was gonna figure it out, but I guess, you know, the Knicks then I had read some like Danny Age wanted like one more pick. You know how Danny Age is about his pick, so you know, ultimately I think they, they settled for a nice trade with Cleveland. You know, you're getting the young Young stud and Kyler Sexton. I think he's going to have a breakout year this year, as long as he stay healthy. And um, you got some, you got some um, young guys like what was his name? I don't know. I don't want to mess his name up. Uh, Oche Abaji. Yeah, Oche Abaji. Yeah, he's he's in, he's going to be a nice solid uh, forward that you got out of him. You got Jared v- Vanderbilt from the Timberwolves tree. So you got you got a nice little core there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're pretty much, like you said, they're going to be playing for the lottery probably for the next couple of seasons. And hopefully they can get Victor next year. They can – they'll be pretty much pretty good. And um, But for um the Cavs, Cavs part of the side, I think the Cavs definitely – I feel like te- I feel like they both want to trade, to be honest. I don't mm-hmm. really tell. But, yeah, I feel, like, I feel yeah. like the Cavs got a little bit more of the better side just because they got Donovan Mitchell, but right. the Jazz still got a good package because they got hella picks in the trade. And right. if you are including the Rudy Gobert trade too, so facts. I think I think for me, I would grade the Cavs probably a minus and and the um Jazz a minus too. For both, give them both a minuses. You feel me? Mm. But I think the um. Yeah, the Cavs, they going to get – the Cavs definitely going to be a top five Eastern Conference team this year. Oh, you're changing up your standings. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to change my standings up to this. So, who are you kicking out of the top five? I don't even remember who I had in the top five. My top five changes a lot. <laughs> I think you had Philly I one. I think you yeah. had, like, Milwaukee and then, like, Boston. Any, any, any team other than not Miami. Miami's still going to be in the top. You know what I'm saying? All right. 
So I would, I would have I would Cleveland Cleveland's probably a top five team for real. yeah, they, and they'll they probably they, yeah they'll probably be somewhere in that top five. They'll definitely be top fighting five, for it because last year they were top five, top four for a little bit, and then they yeah, had some injuries with yeah. Jared Allen and and I think Mobley. I'm not I can't remember, but I know Jared Allen got hurt, and that's when they started losing games and they fell straight into the play in. So right. adding Donovan Mitchell if they can stay healthy. They'll probably be competing for a top five seed this year. And you got Kers Levert off the bench. You got a night. You got Ricky Rubio back. Kevin Love, defensive back. Kevin Love. I forgot about Kevin Love. He was a six yeah. man of the year candidate last year. And you got the defensive uh, front court and Mobley and Jerry Island. This going they're going to be a middle of a pack. Def- not middle of a pack. I'm tripping. A top ten defensive team in the league. They got they got they got a good team. Cavs yeah. Cavs got a good team. They going. They could be a conference finals type team. I, I really feel like they're a documentary team. They they tough. I, I got I, I feel like they better than Nets in my opinion. But that's my opinion. I you know what I'm saying? I they got a good team. No. The, the, like <laughs> conference conference finals team, is bro. conference finals is gassing it though. Gassing it? Yeah, it's gassing it. They're not better than Boston. They're not better than Milwaukee, Philadelphia. They're not better than Brooklyn Miami. either. Yeah, I'm going to Miami. Yeah, they they're going they're going to fight back and forth for Miami. <laughs> Bro, he tripping. But like, nah, I think the Cavs are still a little far. Not far. It just would have to really work out in their favor when it comes to the seedings. Yeah, like I said, like it would definitely, it, it definitely would. But they got a good team. They got the talent for it. As long as everybody stay healthy, of course. Then I mean, it'll be it. Yeah, I mean, they have the talent. They have the talent for it. Right. I just think there's too uh, too many other like solidified teams that has the the star power and the coaching and also right. the experience that that's true will propel them in the playoffs. Like the Sixers have uh, two stars and James Harden and Embiid, and they just signed Montrezl Harrell to two year deal today. To, oh yeah, I did I did see that. Um, so that's going to be nice because they actually have a backup center. Now and then, you know, obviously Milwaukee has Giannis and they have Drew Hardy and they have Chris Middleton and Brooklyn has their big three and they also got their nice little bench in their pieces and Boston just got Malcolm Brogdon. So it's going to be tough for the right, Cavs. You got Atlanta, you got Toronto yeah, too. Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago, Miami. So you yeah, got some, sure. some, there's some tough teams. I mean, Donovan Mitchell obviously makes them better. They just have to stay healthy. And it's going right. to be a really close race in the East, I think, this year. It's going to be definitely really, really close, especially with the top five teams. I wouldn't be surprised if um, the rankings are pretty similar to what they were last year, where it was like three or four teams in a row that were all mm. same record. Like, I believe Boston, Milwaukee, I think Philadelphia – all had the same exact record last year. They were all in the middle of the pack. Like they were all fighting for the top seeding. And I think it's gonna right. be just like that this year. Oh yeah, um, I also wanted to add it for the Jazz too. I think they're going they're gonna get some more picks obviously this year because they're gonna flip Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley, Bardanovich all this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Over for sure. The season. They're going they're gonna flip them. And yeah. Yeah, I wanted yeah, to I would. add that. Yeah. yeah, that no, that's a good yeah, they'll definitely yeah. get more picks. That they're, they're in they're in full rebuild. Um I was seeing like Mike Conley and Bogdanovich is on the Lakers radar. I'm like, yo, they want everyone. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're right. Um, I see a Miami. I don't see. I mean, we we, we get Clarkson over here. I wouldn't mind Clarkson. Yeah, but what are you gonna like, give? We kind of got a lot of guards that we do get them, but 
What would y'all give up to get Clarkson? A pick. <laughs> mm. some, some picks. If the money works, yeah. I don't think so. I think uh, I don't know where where Clarkson will end up. I mean, he probably end up like if the Clippers are getting the Clippers, that would that would be tough. Or like the Clippers or like Portland. I was seeing something on Twitter because before I deleted Twitter because I actually recently like got rid of my Twitter. Like I like just deleted the app, so I haven't really kept up with a lot of the sports news as much the last couple of days. But before I got off of Twitter, I saw that the Nets potentially with Jordan yeah. Clarkson, like trading Joe Harris or somebody, or like Cam Thomas or something, some picks. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Thomas is in like a pick for Jordan Clarkson. As much as I love Cam, don't sound too bad. Cam Reddish um, or Cam who? Cam Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, the, yeah. The Nets don't got Cam Reddish. I wish we did, but I was seeing that maybe like Cam Thomas in, in a pick for Clarkson. Um, the Nets might maybe look into doing that. That the Utah Jazz would get a young guy and and, and Cam, right. and then they will also get a pick, and then the Nets would get a six man of the year candidate, probably their backup point, their backup point guard or their backup shooting guard. And um, that would definitely help with the bench. I don't know. I just saw some things, maybe trade Joe Harris. Who knows um, about Drake yeah. Clarkson? But they're definitely going to get some more picks out of those three guys because they're going to definitely look to For sure. Them. They might trade Malik Beasley, too. He might be in the package. Yeah, Jared Jer- Vanderbilt could get moved as well. Nah, I don't, yeah. they, should keep, they should keep Vanderbilt. They should keep him, but I wouldn't be him. surprised if they just traded for him so they can flip him for more picks. Like they might just be going down that route, like the Thunder they, did. Damn, they're going all the way. They may uh, be trying to do what the Thunder did and yeah. just have one guy or two, whatever, and then just get hella picks and just I go into a street rebuild. Vanderbilt, nice. I, I feel like he he will he will help. He's like only like what 22, 23? He's, He's pretty young. He's pretty young, so I, I think they'll – I don't know. I don't know if Dan Ainge will go full rebuild, Sam, like, Presley mode, but I think I will keep Vanderbilt for mm. sure. Now, to stay a little bit on the net side of things, uh, we actually signed Markeith Morris last week as well. Hey, we're we're, we're going to talk about that briefly. Um, it was a good signing. I mean, he's coming off an injury. Similar, probably similar, probably a similar signing to what the Nets wanted and what they got out of TJ Warren coming off injury, prove it year. Nobody really wanted to take a chance on the guy because he's coming off a pretty, you know, significant injury. Mm-hmm. Morris dealing with that spinal injury that he caused that was caused um, against the Nuggets last year. So, I mean, I think it, it was pretty much a uh, low risk, high reward. Yeah. Um, one of those low risk, high reward situations where. They get Morris. He might fight for uh, a training camp spot and trying to get onto the roster. Um, and, you know, I think it's a pretty solid move. It gives us another wing. Obviously, mm. I think uh, KD probably talks to the front office and had them really uh, look into getting wings because I seen KD tweeted on Twitter like a long time ago. He was like, it's a wings league. And mm. ever since he tweeted that, the Nets did nothing but sign wings this summer. <laughs> so, um, you know, so I mean, it's a pretty good signing. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what Morris got. He played pretty well at the at this classic pro am game that I seen a couple of weeks back. He was playing pretty solid with his brother. So it's a, it's going to be an interesting uh, training camp that starts in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about the upcoming NBA year, and um, I'm excited about my Nets. Um, yeah, I'm just mad he joined the Ops. He could have joined any other team, but he had to join the Nets. Like, 
How are we y'all ops? That don't even make I don't sense. Know. It's just like, <laughs> like that it's, 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 it's our move for for the Nets. I mean, he he probably gonna be playing some garbage minutes, which they probably would need because I don't even think they even had a backup center last year. No, they had. Well, I guess you count Blaine Griffin, but it'll be all right. He'll he's probably not gonna play. play back. He's not gonna play backup center though. He'll probably be a four. Yeah, he'll probably play four, four, four like four or five. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'll say more so three, four. I think they're probably gonna run Ben and Claxton at the centers next year. But yeah, he probably he'll just be a solid piece off the bench if he if he gets his uh, spot in training camp. Yeah, he but might just be a little. Less, he can shoot the three, three, three ball player. I don't think I think I think he played good defense. I haven't seen him play in a minute. Yeah, because he was hurt like most yeah, of the year. Hurt. Like he missed like seventy some games, I think. Yeah, but he he'll be pretty good this year. I think he'll probably just be he'll probably just be another James Johnson, but just is a little better. Yeah, basically. I hated James Johnson last year. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I could not, bro. bro I could I not kept stand. Seeing Twitter, they said you trade James Johnson like. Dog, he was so Johnson, terrible. They was playing him like, over Blake Griffin. Terrible? They were playing him over Blake Griffin. It was so fucking atrocious. Like it was so bad. Like James Johnson would drive to the basket and just get stuck and just throw it like and do some weird shit. Like I don't know. Like I don't know who he was trying to be, but he just wasn't. It wasn't it. Like I can't believe that Steve Nash thought playing him was better than playing like Blake Griffin or like Kessler Edwards and more. Like it was stupid. He was taking their minutes and just Cam Thomas minutes. Like it didn't make any sense. Um it's crazy. Our annual start bench cut episode. We always talk about this conversation. We talk about that all the yes, time. Sir. Start bench cut. PG, Bill, Jalen Brown. PG starting. I'm benching Brown. I'm cutting Bill. Easy. Mm. That's an easy one. Too quick. Like, <laughs> like you sure? Easy like, one. Bill Bill averaged like 30 last year or the year before that. He got he averaged thirty, but he, which was he a snub, not, by the way. He he averaged like thirty and didn't make like a all NBA team. That was bullshit. I mean, you could. I, I feel like Tajay, if you signed up for the Wizards, you can you can average thirty. Fuck no, <laughs> nigga. You see me out there the other day, bro. My ass was bumming that shit up. You, you can average thirty. Fuck no. You know what I'm saying? He just he, he putting up empty numbers for for he not averaging thirty on a winning team. Not disrespecting Bill, but I'm not taking him over Paul George. Hell no. I mean, no. He can't play defense. You would take you would take him over Jalen Brown, like Jalen Brown over him in a heartbeat like that. It's close, but I'm taking Jalen Brown. I am as well. I just want to start something up. He's a two way. He's a two (laughs) pretty much damn near a two way star. Yeah, and he's pretty young. Pretty young. Bill, Bill still got like Bill still a bucket. Like I'm not going to say disrespect him, but. He ain't like you know what I'm saying. Like he could score, but he can't play defense like that. Mm. I don't think he's a good defender at all. I mean, yeah, I'm obviously going to go PG start and bench Jalen Brown and cut and cut Bill. But I think Bill and Jalen Brown is like tough. It just depends on who you ask. If you want yeah, a younger, you want a younger exactly. guy that's going to play both ends of the floor, you go Jalen Brown. If you want a guy that's going to go give you a bucket every game or whatever, get, then you go Bill. Bill. It just depends on who you ask and what you want from out of your team. Now, if you think about it, you're getting what you're getting out of PG is the same thing you would be getting out of Jalen Brown, just at a, a more elite level. A higher level, yeah. I'm not so, saying that, yeah. 
having you know Bill, you know, on that offensive end takes the pressure off of PG, you know, because PG is going to be exerting a lot of effort on defense. So That's you got to it, for it, it. just depends on who you on who you want. You know, I feel like I feel like I don't know. I feel like personally, Bill might be better next to PG than Jalen Brown, but just because I feel like a guy like next to PG, it, he would probably be better with an elite, like a super elite scorer, not so much of a two way. I don't know. Like I feel like Jalen Brown, PG, Kawhi, Kawhi two way, I mean, but Kawhi's elite on the offensive end too. Yeah, so I it takes Jaylen the pressure Brown, off Jaylen of PG. Brown. I don't, I, he's elite though. Offensive. I don't think he's. I don't think he's an elite offensive player. I think he's a great offensive player. I don't think he's elite. I think like he could be elite though. He like, has a couple, put, he put has him a on the Pacers. He can be elite. Put yeah, Wizards. He could be elite. Like yeah, he he's has the potential James, to be. Jason Tatum. He has the potential to be elite, but I think when you just look at the the elite list of players, it's a pretty small list of like elite offensive guys. You think Bill's an elite offensive player? Yeah. He averaged 30. Like, yeah, he was on a bum-ass team, but <laughs> he averaged he averaged 30. Like, that's elite Shit, offense. He had to average 30. Which I don't get I don't get how he didn't make an all-NBA yeah, team. He, yeah, and your Bradley Bill definitely, he up there. I, I, I mean, is he actually an elite scorer now that I think about it? I mean, shit. You got to put... You gotta put like thirty up a night for the Wizards to win. Actually, he might honestly. I'm gonna put him in the same scoring category as I would put Jalen Brown. They're great scorers, but they're not elite scorers. That's tough because I feel That's like you look tough, at. Though, right? I feel like when you look at, I <laughs> feel like when you look at, he, he he's like on the bottom half of the elite list. Yeah, I, I would still say he's elite scorer. But he's yeah, I feel like when you team though, I'm gonna be honest. I think if you look at like. Elite guys, you're looking at. Kyrie. Like what's, what, what are we like? What's the like the the definition of like, uh, not the definition, but like the criteria? I should like say to be to be an elite scorer. Yeah, I feel like just elite scorer is just like somebody you can just like you just know he's automatic from everywhere, like on the floor. He's mm. and he's shooting like his high splits, like the amount of attempts that he's taking in, the percentage that he's shooting. Um, if he's three level, it's really about the eye test. But you right. could just you could just look at a player's stats and watch a guy play, and you're like, this guy is elite, like Kyrie Irving. Like when you watch him, like he's an elite offensive player because he can do everything on the offensive mm. end. So um, Butler, Kyrie Irving is elite offensive player. <laughs> he can do everything on the offensive end. KD, yeah, I had Tyler on that list too. No, I mean, whoa. Tyler is a good scorer. He's a good scorer. I'm not gonna say he's elite. I, I like, have him over. Uh, over who? I would say Bradley, but I'm going crazy. To I'm going yeah, to you bugging. <laughs> you bugging. <laughs> yeah, you bugging. No, 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 no. Elite is <laughs> elite is Kyrie, Durant, Seth Curry, Kawhi, Seth PG, Curry? Steph Curry, not Seth oh. Curry. <laughs> I didn't say Seth. I don't think I said Seth. I said Steph. That's you said Seth, bro. <laughs> no, Kyrie, Steph Curry, KD, Kawhi, PG, Dame Lillard, Braun. That's equal. And I'll probably say Embiid. Over Where Tatum at? Embiid. Probably, yeah. Probably Tatum and probably like Jokic. That's probably all the elite scorers. Butler? Nah, he's a great, he's a great scorer. He's not elite, though. 
That's crazy. I don't think average like forty points a game in the playoffs. How is that? I don't. I don't think he's. And you forgot Giannis. Is Giannis an elite scorer? Bro, yes. Oh, I forgot about James Harden. Obviously, I forgot about James Harden. You put Jokic in the top, bro. Giannis is a better scorer than Jokic, bro. A hundred percent. I would say Giannis is a better scorer than AD. Yeah. Yeah, he's a better scorer than eight. Mm, yeah, he's a better scorer than AD. I don't think he's a better scorer than Jokic. He's a better scorer than Jokic. Jokic is a better free throw shooter. He has the better mid range. He's a perfect around the basket, and he's also a stretch big. Bro, and he's and he's, all, and he's also the better pat. And he's also the better passer. And Jokic doesn't use his athleticism to his like he doesn't score with a bunch of athleticism. Like most of his buckets are pure just skill and just being really fucking good. A lot of Giannis buckets is just him being big as shit and just overpowering his defender. But like he's still the elite scorer, but I would probably Definitely. say Jokic is better a better scorer. That's like saying like bro, uh Giannis is the new A Shaq, bro. Yeah, like, for sure. Stop him. Yeah, Under for sure. Paint. I feel like that's an elite. That's skill. That's so skill like right would there. you so like would you say Giannis is a more of elite scorer than Dirk? Um yeah. Why not? Yeah. I feel like because, like, if you say he's not, because if you were to say he's not, then I would be like, okay, well, then how isn't Jokic? But you said he is. I think I think he's a better scorer than than um. I feel like he's more skilled. Uh, this because it depends on like what you call skill, like is like a shooting skill. You know what I'm saying? Just an overall offensive game, like passing. You were talking about passing passing, too. That's all around game, then, right? That's offense, though. Like your offensive skill, like is just like passing because you're creating for others. Like your offensive skill creates offense, and then your shooting ability, your free throws, finishing around a basket. Yeah, I would. Giannis, like, bro, nobody can stop that man, and he's a good passer too. He's an under. He's not probably better passer than Jokic, but great passer, great finisher. Uh, nobody can stop him. Uh, got nice IQ. Like he's, I got I got Giannis for sure. Dirk mm-hmm. is pretty good. Pretty Dirk was pretty good, but and Jokic is too. But yeah, I would say Jokic still an elite scorer, but not over Giannis. Giannis definitely an elite. So, like, do you think Colin Sexton is in for a breakout season after signing a four year max? Yes, Colin Sexton will have a great season as long as he stays healthy. Probably going to average around twenty two points per game, and um, mm-hmm. some good some good shooting splits. I think he just 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 need to stay healthy for real for real, and he'll be all right. He go he going to take all the shots he want to. Yeah, he's the number one scoring option. So pretty much. Oh uh, yeah, depending 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 on who's on the team, like yeah. But he's probably going to be like the number one guy on the team, so he'll probably get a yeah. lot of shots up. He definitely will. So he definitely average 22, 23. Some good shooting splits. Probably six assists. I think he's more of a shoot. I think he's more of a two than a point guard. So mm, probably, yeah, he's a good probably scorer. Start like who's that guy they got from Timberwolves? Like Leand, we I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his name either. I, I think, think they're, they're going to start him at point mm. and let Kyle Sexton. That shooting guard. I forgot they do got Taylor Hart and Tucker. It, is Taylor Hart, is he a three? 
Horton Tucker? Uh, probably, yeah. But I think yeah, Mike Conley is going to start the year with him, though. I don't think he's going to get traded by time the season starts. I think they're going to start Conley with Sexton. Yeah, I think Tiller Hart Tucker, another one. He's he's going to have a good year. I forgot he's, they even picked him up. I forgot to mention have, him. He's going to have some shots. He's going to be able to take some shots that um that he couldn't take on the Lakers. More shots, as I should say. Mm-hmm. Then you got Vanderbilt at the at the uh, four. Then you got um forgot their um Timberwolves center Walker Kesslin. Yeah, Walker Kessler. Give him minutes. So yeah, Kessler was a good defender in college. A, they're not going to be a good team, but I'm interested, really interested to see how Colin Sexton do and Tyler uh, Horan Tucker. Um. Okay, so we'll get into a new segment on the uh, the pod. Is what ifs, and we're okay. basically going to talk about a couple of what if scenarios and our thoughts on that. So uh, okay. okay. <clears throat> um. What if Kevin Durant never tore his Achilles? Where do you think he would be? Like, how many? Like, do you think we he would have stayed? Do you mm. think you know? How do you think that whole situation would have played out? Um, I'm actually going to answer that first, actually, okay. since I am the KD fan. We would obviously won that finals against Toronto easily. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely wouldn't have lost against Spin Move in the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> By the way, I kind of have something against like Pascal Siakam. Now, don't get me wrong, Siakam seems like he's a cool dude. I've seen some of his interviews, but like, bro, his bag is so terrible. He's better than me. Like, he would fucking cook me, but like, his bag is so bad, bro. I'll be watching the pickup games, and this dude will do a spin move at the three point line and then fucking fade away and hit it, like, shoot a three. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, don't get me wrong, Pascal Siakam's good, but like, like guys like Dom, like, ridiculously hypes him up. Like, I can't remember. You said somebody, he was better than somebody. I think you said he was better than Zion or some shit like that. Yeah. You say, he is. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, no, he's not better than Zion Williamson. He's an NBA champion. How is he not? But I'm talking about as a player, not we're not talking about a career. Like oh, obviously player. he got a better like bag not, than Zion. No way. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about it. I don't want to talk about Pascal Siaga. I really don't. Okay. We would have won the championship that year if KD never tore his Achilles, which was weak by the Raptors fans <laughs> to even fucking chair him, like chair him getting injured. That was fucking ridiculous once he now on TV. But yeah, we would have won. I don't know if KD would have left or if he would have stayed. I honestly think he was pretty much already out the door um, before he got hurt. Um, but maybe three Pete and would have changed his mind. Maybe he would have came back for another year to try and four Pete and and do something no team has ever done. Um, but I think he probably would have ended up like still moving on. I think the whole Draymond situation at the time was probably unrepairable. And it was just a mm. whole bad blood situation. Bob Myers too. Yeah, That's and and, and would buy Myers in the front office, and I just think they probably didn't value KD as much, or maybe at least that's what it kind of looks like. They didn't value his opinion probably as much as other guys on the team like Steph. And you know, it's a tough one. It's a tough situation. I mean, I think we still would. I think we would have won that year, and I think we probably he probably still would have ended up leaving, but. Yeah, if he never tore his Achilles, like KD Price would have went on to win maybe one MVP between then and now. Maybe he definitely would have three or four chips. He definitely would have 
that that year against Toronto. And if he would have came back for another year to join Fort Pete, they would have won that year, and then maybe he would have went to Brooklyn to join with Kyrie. If he never would have tore his Achilles, they still would have lost to Toronto. He would have left um, Golden State, would have went to Brooklyn. I think the bow get a bow having that next year. They would have lost. They would have went to the conference finals, but they would have lost to Miami. Um, they would lose another. They would lose the prior year with James Harden still against Miami. Nah, and, KD wouldn't have played that bubble year, regardless if he was healthy. Um, uh, I don't yeah. think he. I don't think he would have played in that bubble. So he, I mean, still, maybe he would have. But he still um, had the same career as he does now. I think. They still they would have lost to Toronto though. Absolutely not. They would have lost. They would have lost. Healthy they would have lost Warriors team. No, the fuck we won. Hear me no. out. No, nah. bro. First of all, you got a team. The Toronto team was dogs, bro. Kawhi Leonard was unstoppable. He was the best player in the playoffs. No one was stopping him. You got Kyle Lowry. One. There was one of the best point guards in the playoffs. Getting buckets, and I can't forget my main man Siakam killing. He was killing y'all. The, I really feel like he should have won Finals MVP, but I ain't gonna go that far. But he would. Kevin, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant wouldn't do nothing against Siakam. We couldn't keep on guard with that spin move. That spin move was signature. It's like it's like <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan yeah. hand layup. Nigga, um, you just switch, said switch mid air. Shit. I'm saying bag is crazy. Like I, I really feel like his, his bag is different. Like that's that's crazy disrespectful. Like Siakam's part of a championship team. Like he was one of the reasons why they won the chip. If he wasn't on that Toronto team, then or then Warriors probably would have won. But he was a big factor. And I was watching almost every game. Like them niggas was really. I see. I'm telling you, bro. Siakam was really. He, he was Pippen. He was Pippen, and, and Kawhi was Michael Jordan. And you you need a pivot to win a chip, so so they they was going to win a championship regardless who was who was healthy. But they beat the 76ers with Embiid, Jimmy, Ben Simmons, Prime Ben Simmons, and Tobias Harris, bro. Yeah, Come and they on. barely got past them niggas, and you think they would have beat the fucking team that just won two championships in a row? It yeah, was Toronto would barely get past Golden State. They still would win. You had Van, you had Fred Van Vliet. You have Kevin Durant, Stephen crazy. Curry, and Clay Thompson. Yeah. You would rather have Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam and Kawhi Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry over Steph Curry, Siakam. Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson. Yeah, hell yeah. Marcus All was good that year. Like, you got stop. I get I'm not, Curry. I'm not Kevin sleeping. Durant. I get Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay, Dream. They got big names, but. Toronto was that team, bro. They was the underdogs. You don't never bet against the underdogs. Kawhi they literally not be stopped. They literally only made the finals because fucking Kawhi Leonard Who traveled. Who Kawhi Leonard on the Warriors, bro? Draymond Green. He cannot play Thompson. Kawhi they would have. They would have did, did a good then job. Why was Kawhi Leonard still dropping forty? Because he's Kawhi 30. Leonard. They would have still made it tough for him. Having KD and having Iggy, having Dre, having Clay, you would have been having guys that you could switch off. It would have made it tougher. It wouldn't have been easy. And they Siakam missing... would have made it tougher for Kevin Durant. He just Stop it. Here. Stop it. Kawhi Leonard would have made it tough for Kevin Durant. <sighs> Stop. Marcus only reason why, only reason why Toronto got past Philly, Clay, fucking, 
because fucking Kawhi Leonard traveled on the game winning three. Like we're not gonna act like like what he <laughs> traveled. He did travel. He didn't fucking travel. Look man. back at the fucking late. Look back at the shot. He, he traveled. He traveled. Bro, I was a Sixers fan. He traveled. He look back travel. at look back at the shot when he caught the ball. He traveled. He Let started. He started moving before he he dribbled. I, I wish he did travel too because we would win the finals. Then. Nah, he he traveled because he started moving before he he shot the ball Are or before serious? he dribbled. Let me see. I'm very serious. He traveled. I got. I gotta look that up. Go ahead. He traveled. I had to look that up. He traveled. He I'm caught the ba- ball. I'm go back to my story too. He I'm going caught back the- to all the way to my story. He caught the ball and he he ran before putting the ball on the floor. He traveled. It's no fucking way this nigga traveled, bro. And I ain't see it, dude. Just look it up on YouTube. I'm watching right now. He I have literally it right here. <laughs> now. Context: I was a Sixers fan, and Jay Butler was on the team. We should have won this year, but no, 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 no. Ooh, hold on. When he caught the ball, it looked like a carry. I ain't gonna nah, he walked. He traveled. It wasn't a carry. He caught it and he turned one, two. Nah, hell no. No, no. What do you on what on what possession? What are you talking about? Are you talking about when he? You talking about when he? When he gathered. Are you talking that about... A, that was not no damn... Nigga, what? Are you talking about when he shot the ball or when he first caught the ball for the inbound? When he first caught the ball and He shot walked. The ball. No, when he shot the ball, that's fine. But when he first caught the ball, he traveled. Let me see, bro. I'm looking at now. Damn, did he travel? He traveled. <laughs> wait, wait. They didn't call that shit. It was very obvious and they didn't call it. He didn't travel, bro. He traveled. He caught the ball, spent the round, yeah. and ran. And he traveled. No, 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 but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, he did. He Fuck, did travel. He fucking traveled and he did call this shit. Because he did. He grabbed it. Then he like spinned around two steps. You supposed to dribble it. Before exactly. He didn't put the ball down. He traveled. Damn, bro. We should have went to the fight. Yo. Yeah, they bro. They finessed us. Mm-hmm. Damn. They yeah, finessed the shit out of us. I'm not going to cap. Yeah. Butler yeah. would have had the MVP. I mean, finals. Parents. Um, well, he would have won the finals. But yeah, trip. let's get it back in. Let's get it back to our our, our what ifs. We got a little sidetracked there. Yeah. Um. Uh. What if D Rose stay healthy? Where would you rank him all time amongst all time point guards? I would rank him top ten, top fifteen, for all time between Where, that range. Mm, he was the youngest MVP. If Correct. he never if he never got hurt, he would have probably been in the conversations for MVPs a couple of other years. Even though I don't think he should have won an MVP, but that's a discussion for another day. Ooh, that's a hot take, bro. Brother. I think it was Le- I think it was LeBron James. Ooh, that's a hot take, brother. That's ah. a hot take. That's a hot take. Super hot take. Take Explain. LeBron, bro. Twenty eleven, Rose. Did you not watch what he was doing that year? And the Bulls is like a number one seed day, if I'm not mistaken. And you have LeBron James winning that year over prime Derrick Rose. Nigga was averaging like 26, 27 points per game. Listen, listen. Come on, bro. Like eight, just, eight, eight assists. I think Bron should have won. He averaged 27 a year. He averaged seven and a half boards. He averaged seven assists a game. D. Rose averaged 25, eight assists and four. 
I'm still just for him not even two more points. Okay, bro. LeBron had a great year on both ends like, of the floor bro. that season. LeBron had a gr- LeBron had a great year on both ends of the floor that year. He wasn't better than Derrick Rose. I, I can't. I don't know. I can't let you slide with that one, bro. Hell it's whoever it's whoever you ask. I think I think LeBron got robbed of a lot of cha- a lot of MVPs, but. I mean, I forgot you're a Bron fan. I'm not a Bron. I'm not a Bron fan, bro. It's not my guy, it's bro. Cool. Just admit it, dog. But he's not winning over. Come that on, was bro. 2010, 2011, right? Bro, what did he like? Bron wasn't even. Bron was good, but Derrick Rose is just a different. He was a different breed that year. Vividly. <sighs> I mean, yeah, D Rose. I just think I think Bron. I think Bron might have deserved that. For him not even finishing top two was crazy. Dwight Who's Howard. number two? Dwight. Dwight. Dwight probably had a better year than LeBron. I went. Dwight Howard was on some. He was on some shit back in the day. Maybe. They, they, maybe. Ain't, ain't that the year Bron choked? Yeah, Bron choked twenty eleven. First on, the Mavs. Choked, bro. Come on, bro. Nigga, nah, hell no. Here, what year did uh, Marcus Hall get Defensive Player of the Year? Was that 2013? And Bron yeah. deserved that one too. Now that's debatable. He deserved that one too. He got robbed like a motherfucker for that defensive year. Yeah, now he, that's the, that's debatable. I still think him winning MVP over Rose was deb- is debatable too. Nah, hell no. He uh, averaged 20. I don't know, bro. He averaged 27. Eight, like he put up his normal numbers. That he did, but Derrick Rose just was. It just had a better year. The Bulls like a number one seed team with a team with Miami Heat who had LeBron, D. Wayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. Come on, bro. It was a number one team that year. I remember that. Yeah, they went 62 no. and 20. Hell, nigga, how he come on, bro. How the fuck did win 60 games in the NBA? How the fuck did D like how the fuck did Dwight Howard get second? His team was fourth. Now, now that's debatable, but not Derrick Rose deserved that. Yeah, I mean, if we're basing, I mean, if we're basing off team record, if we're basing off team record, sixty-two wins is very impressive. So that obviously gave gave Derrick Rose the nod. That was only his third year. Like that's incredible. You give him the nod there for sure. But if they both had the same records, is it? Is it by far still? Is it still by far D Rose's MVP? They still both had the same D. record. Rose. Still by far. Look, bro. LeBron had Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh on his team. Two Hall of Famers, bro. Derrick Rose is doing that with no like, with no Hall of Famers. And credit, I love all the guys that's on Chicago Bulls, like Luan, Danger, Kenotas. They all legends in my eyes, but they not Hall of Famers. For him to do that without Dwayne Wade, without Chris Bosh, it's crazy. It's unheard of, bro. Like Derrick Rose is one of them. Like, he, if he was healthy, he'd been top ten all time. Like, whoa, what? Nah, he, I disagree. He would like point guards are like all time players in general. All time players. Nah, I don't I'm, think I'm he going that far, bro. Nah, I don't think he would have ended up top ten. Nah, I disagree on that one. I don't think he would have won. I mean, he maybe he would have gotten maybe another MVP, but I don't think. And that's maybe because Brian came back another year on some crazy shit. KD came was on some crazy shit. What if Kobe got traded in 2007? How do you think that would have like planned out? Well, 
depending on where he would go, where he was going, getting traded to in 2007. All right, well, let's just say he got traded to the Bulls because that's where he wanted to go. So let's just say that. Got traded to the Bulls. I mean, in 2007, I don't know if they would have got Derrick Rose then because they probably would have been a good – they probably would have been a good enough team to not make the lottery. My question is, why the fuck did he want to go to the Bulls? First, please. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> like, Michael Jordan, I guess. It had to be because why they were is no way they were that much better even, than the Lakers. Who, I don't even know who who's on the Bulls in 2007. I don't fucking remember. I think was it Luau Deng? I don't remember. Luau Deng was on there. Yeah, Luau Deng had to be on there. Like Ben Goran, Kurt Heinrich type. Mm. They would be. They would be like a middle of the pack. I don't know if you would have won another ring. No. I don't think so. Yeah, with that team, because they wouldn't have got Derrick Rose, because they would be mm. too good enough to get Derrick Rose. So yeah, Magic, that would have been crazy. How different history would have been. Like D Rose probably wouldn't have an MVP. Kobe probably wouldn't have no more rings. Maybe Bron. Derrick Rose still have an MVP. Hell yeah, it's Derrick Rose. He, I don't think so because he would have probably went to a worse team, and they probably wouldn't have won sixty games like fucking he did with the Bulls. Yeah, you can't be right. I ain't gonna lie. And then <laughs> if he would have went, I mean, maybe Kobe gets another ring because remember. Braun and D Wade considered going to Chicago back then, or yeah. at least Braun did. I don't remember. I don't know if D. I think D Wade did, but I know Braun did, and maybe they would have maybe worked some way for Braun and D Wade and the yeah. Midas the Bulls would have made a trade for somebody. Yeah, they had to. I probably would have traded for Paul Gasol. They probably would have probably would have won a ring in Chicago. Kobe and Gasol. Yeah, so uh, maybe he would have ended up getting a ring. Because I think Kobe requested Gasol to go to the Lakers. He, that was one of the players he wanted to play with, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Well, at least I thought happened. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think Kobe, I'm going to say a wild prediction. I think Kobe would have probably won one more ring. I don't know if he would have won two, though. He would have won another ring somehow, bro. Yeah, they would end up getting somebody. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, like, he would have probably got Steve Nash, somebody. I think Braun would have ended up there. Honestly, because he wanted to go there and and, tw- and, and Kobe, that'd be crazy. That would have been crazy. I think he would have. He was good friends with Kobe, so I think if he they would have had the cat space to get Brian and he him wanting to go there. I think him and D Wade made it. Maybe would have found a way to make it their way to Chicago. Um, yeah, but I don't think that would have happened though. I don't know. I don't think Kobe and Brian were like best friends like that though. For that to happen, I think Melo would have had a better chance going to the Bulls than LeBron, in my opinion. Like, I think Melo and Kobe Bro, were like Ron really was really trying friends. to. Go, he was really trying to go to the Bulls. I'm pretty sure him. I think he was trying to go to Bulls and he was trying to go to the Knicks back then. Those are like yeah. the two teams that was rumored that he really wanted to go to. But I think I he was trying to get. Worked, though, I think he was LeBron. I think he was trying to get Wade or somebody to go to the Bulls. He was trying to figure something out. Obviously, probably go some to the Bulls with other players. But I think Melo went to the Bulls. I'm gonna be honest. His mm. mother wanted to go to the Bulls at one point. I remember that. But I remember, bro, Melo was rumored to go to the Bulls for like fucking 10 years. I remember that. It was a <laughs> long-ass time, like 2015. They was talking about it. I'm like, yo, this dude never ended up with the Bulls. It's ridiculous. That man, that man played. He might for, go this year. Who know? That man ended up with the Atlanta Hawks for like fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> before he went to the damn Bulls. Bro, I, I, no, he ain't go to the Bulls. You mean no, um, I said before he did go to oh. I meant like like before he will ever go to yeah, the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, my bad. 
Bro, I've seen somebody somebody had a fucking Carmelo Anthony Hawks jersey, bro. They better sell that shit. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yo, how the fuck? That's bro, yo, that's a that's I had one. To me. No, he like ordered that shit. Like, I don't know. I seen that's it. Crazy. Back a Hulk, then. A mellow Hawks jersey. Bro, if you wild. got a mellow Hawks jersey, you're a real fan. Real shit. <laughs> that's a fucking that's rare collection. Bad. That's a rare item in the fucking nigga item even step, Nigga didn't even step one minute on a Hawks court. Yeah. That's crazy. Um what star player do you think is most likely to be traded next or to request a trade after okay. uh the shocking uh Donovan Mitchell trade that went down last week? I don't know if he'll request a trade, but it's probably unanimous at this point. Russell Westbrook, for sure. It all depends. I feel like the Lakers, if they get, if they can find a, a better player, a better deal, they, Westbrook will be out the door. Hopefully, Westbrook will have a bounce back season to convince them otherwise. But as of now, Russell Westbrook is definitely on a trade block. No question. Yeah, he's been a trade block for a while. They want to. Yeah. They want to move away from him. They want to move. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably have to say Westbrook, Westbrook or Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill. Uh, I mean, he a little, a little he. His contract is uh, crazy. His contract crazy. Yeah, I don't see no other star players that probably be on the move. Maybe Kyrie. Jalen Brown could be a nigga discussion. Yeah, maybe he gets a little unhappy because he was in the trade talks with the Nets. Yeah, and he maybe may ask out. Mm, maybe Kyrie. I think Westbrook is the most likely one, but yeah, Westbrook, Westbrook, unanimously for sure. Like, like if we're talking like who's most likely like request out, yeah, maybe like Jalen Brown. Maybe, maybe Jalen. I say Jalen Brown. Maybe Bill. I say maybe Bill because he just signed a huge deal and he probably signed it just to get the fucking bag and then just be like, all right, I'm requesting out. Maybe a Zach Levine. Nah, I doubt it. Definitely want to say Chicago. Doubt that. Definitely want to say Chicago. I don't know. It's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting one. To be honest, yeah. it's an interesting question because you never know with these fucking NBA players. Like, um, this is saying, she could have. She KD could be still be on that list. To be honest, he unpredictable as a mud. You right? I think. <laughs> I, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think so though. I think KD is gonna be. He's gonna end up playing out his contract. I mean, he could ask out, but I don't think he'll be the next star player to like be out of there, though. I wouldn't be surprised if he was. to be traded. It could be like Andrew Wiggins could be a guy. Actually, we forgot about him. He could. He's like a star player now. He was all star last year. He could be like a star guy to ask out or to get traded, knowing that they probably have to figure out or like a Draymond Green because you know the Warriors cap space situation for next year, yeah. having to figure that out. So one of those guys could end up getting moved. Who knows? Um. So, yeah, probably Westbrook. Westbrook's going to probably be the one traded, though. Most likely one. Um, moving into the final segment. Um, of the episode before we wrap things up, what All Star from last season do you think won't be an All Star this season? Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Too much actually, talent in the West. Actually. Yeah, maybe Andrew Wiggins, yeah. Too much time in the West. You can see Jared Allen. You can see Jared Allen, too. Jer- mm, uh, he- 
I feel like Andrew uh, Wiggins have a better shot than Jared Allen. No, nah, Jared Allen got a way better shot than um, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, bro. I'm beyond. Nah, I'm going to be honest. I'm coming back. Yeah, but. Uh, Paul George. I don't think Paul George and Paul George and him coming back. Yeah, hell yeah. Andrew Wiggins definitely. Jared yeah, Wiggins. Got yeah, Wiggins probably won't get in. No, he's not. No. Nah. He won't get in. But I think, I mean, Kyrie being there now, Simmons. No, it's other guys that could get in there besides your island. Even Evan, Evan Mobley might likely to um, not get selected in the East. Yeah, but Andrew I mean, Wiggins by far. Yeah, probably Andrew. Yeah, probably Andrew. Andrew good. He's still gonna be good, but Kawhi, Paul George, them coming back. They going. They got these spots already. Like yeah, especially Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Kawhi is a lock. So. Seeing fucking 2K fucking rank Kawhi Leonard like a 94, I believe, or like a 95. I seen that Crazy. shit today. I was like, what the fuck? He didn't play in like a year or two or something like a year and a half, and he's still one of the top rated guys. I was like, it's Damn, Kawhi hey, Leonard. It's Kawhi Leonard, but I'm just like, I feel like you should have been higher if you ask me. No, he, he hasn't been played. 96. No, fuck no. <laughs> He's a great player, but he hasn't played to be a 96 to be in the same level as like fucking KD and LeBron and Steph Curry. Like, if he's a 96, then those other guys should have been 97, 98. It's like, come on now. He hasn't played. So, Bro, he's yeah, on the he's same a, level as. as yes, he is. I'm not saying he's not, but like, if you look at the last couple of years, he hasn't been healthy. He hasn't been playing. So, how can you still keep him at the same overall when he hasn't been there? That's just like a favoritism, like, not favoritism type of thing, but it's just like. I don't know. It's weird. It's a sticky situation because like there's other guys that's been really good. So you that... just going to just fuck fuck Kawhi and just, just no. Like, he's you know st- still in. He's still in nineties, but a ninety four. I don't know ninety four, ninety five, wherever he was. Is you think like, he'd be ninety two? Yeah, John like somewhere. Higher than... no. no, no. I mean, Ja was great last year. He got his team in the playoffs. Jimmy's a ninety three, and Jimmy was good as well. So Kawhi hasn't played, but Kawhi is still higher overall. It's Kawhi like, Leonard. Bro. It is Kawhi Leonard, but I'm just like they've it's, done that. They've done this to other players where other players got hurt and they didn't play and they dropped their overall drastically. So why can't you do it to Kawhi, bro? It's because it's Kawhi. Because Kawhi Leonard, you know, when he come back from injury, you know Kawhi Leonard's still going average twenty five and, and 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 five. Yeah, you're right. It's Kawhi Leonard. You're right. <sighs> I'm gonna wrap it up because I don't want to talk about two K their ass every year. Um. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're just going to wrap up this episode six of the Silver Standard podcast. Um, this was a good one. I'm excited. Um, I'm happy about this one. I got to do a lot of fucking editing because for whatever reason, our audio is getting messed up today. So I got to do a lot of editing. I got a long night ahead of me. I'm very, very happy about this episode. We had a good chat. Um, I feel like it would have been a little bit of better episode if things was acting stupid and messing up and lagging, but it's OK. Um, we'll, we'll catch you guys next week um i also wanted to say i thought about a podcast name change i know i know it's like another podcast name change but i don't know i was thinking about not your average basketball i kind of like the name of that one because i got a youtube channel that's that name and i thought about that and i was like yo that's kind of dope that's that might work i don't know let us know what you guys think if you guys listening to this right now do you like the silver standard or do you like not your average basketball the abbreviation of that could be nba Who knows? But we'll catch you guys in episode seven. Can't wait. Have a good rest of your week, guys. Have a good rest of your night. Enjoy some football this Sunday. It's football Sunday coming up, and I'm looking forward to watching my Eagles place. Fly, Eagles fly. Have a great night, guys.